Welcome, comrade, to the Cap City Outfitters <laughs> podcast. This is episode 43. You got Chris and Brian. Uh, today we're going to talk about Kami Guns, a.k.a. the AK. Datovarish. Let us speak of these things. Yeah, um, and, and maybe not even just AKs, but uh, Comblock Guns in general. Um, the, the market around Kami Guns for us as a retail outlet has been a strange ride. Um, I've been in this business for 15 years and, and been a gun nerd my entire life. Um, the the days of decent quality $300 to $500 AKs obviously went away. I don't know, probably with one of the Bush boys maybe. Um, maybe a little later than that with Clinton, whatever. Um, but, you know, AKs... Uh, our, our AKs and, and comblock guns, there's some really, really interesting tools out there. Um, I'm, I'm going to get stoned for saying this out loud. I, I don't know how much relevance there is with a lot of the handguns, um, but there are some handguns out there that are functional, good quality handguns, um, ammo limitations, ammo selection limitations, things like that. So we're going to cover just a number of different things, the guns themselves, and then some of the accessories, some of the options, some of the quirks, and some of the stuff like that around commie guns um of course we say commie with all the love in the world not really um so but one but the, good, the ak is the one good communist idea that's it that's it about. but yeah that, so you know if there's ever anything good to come out of communism uh and i would opine that you know i, I don't know how much of a communist kalishnikov was i think he's probably just a russian who liked vodka and cool guns but whatever um so because everybody knows about ak's let's start with ak's um, there, there's a reality check. If you want a good quality AK, um, the likelihood that you're going to find anything in the old school days of $300 to $500 is, is it would be a unicorn um, from a buddy or something like that and one heck of a gift. So if they sell you one on the cheap and it's a good one, say thank you often, like with a bottle of maybe good vodka. Um, <laughs> The entry-level guns, uh, Wassers, believe it or not, right now, that's how bad the market is on AKs. Um, you can find Wassers out there in the $700 range as new guns. They are actually, at this point in time, some of the better inexpensive AKs available. Um, if you follow any of the online channels around AKs and any of the torture tests anybody's doing, and I know a lot of people don't think torture tests are relevant, but there's a reality check to a lot of, a lot of the current American-made manufacturer AKs are, are, are failing, catastrophically failing in, in less than 5,000 rounds. Um, if it's a gun you're going to play with and train with, getting to 5,000 rounds, especially with ammo that costs 200 bucks a case. It's a good weekend. Yeah, it's, it's really, really easy to do. Um, getting 5,000 rounds through an AK because the ammo is so inexpensive is really, really easy to do. Um, I, I just based on what we've seen, um, any of the any of the new American-made guns, Viscas, C39s, RASs, stuff like that, I'd be really cautious with. Make sure you keep an eye on them. Again, it's one of those things where maybe not every single one's going to fail you, but PM your gun, um, <laughs> i.e., don't treat it like an AK. <laughs> um, actually shoot your gun, clean it, go over it, PM it, look for cracks and trunnions, look for deformed rivets, look for things that have moved. Um, having said that, the Century um, Wasser 10 is not an American-made gun. It's an American-reproduced gun made out of commie parts. Um, and as, as a general rule of thumb, if you can get past the magazine well being extremely loose, it does not have the dimples pushed into the sides that... that, that that stabilize the mag, um, they still generally work even without those dimples in them because they're AKs and it's hard to stop an AK. 
So if you want to pump up in price, um, you know, there are definitely some options out there um, to work around uh, from companies like Arsenal. Um, you know, we can get um, guns like the Sam 7 guns that are, that are milled receiver guns that are a little bit heavy, but they're very good quality, um, good base components coming out of Arsenal. Um, you know, if you're looking around out there, Arsenal, Cave R, places like that, there are some good ones, but you're going to spend a grand or more, maybe $1,500 to get into a good, reliable AK. Um, and then, of course, there's always the option of going full boat and going to, you know, talk to Mark Krebs or talk to Jim Fuller at Rifle Dynamics. Uh, Mark Krebs at Krebs Custom Guns. Um, hearing a lot of good things about Copper Creek Customs. Um, there's, there are some guys out there basically reproducing or building AKs from soup to nuts that are that are exceptional quality guns um, probably better than anything the Russians ever made more than likely um, so you know there's some options out there and as far as the AK being a viable tool um, everybody in love with 300 blackout right now 300 blackout is a supersonic AK period yeah <clears throat> that's what it is it's a 125 grain bullet going you know 22 2400 foot per second um, it shoots through car doors really well. It shoots through intermediate barriers really well. It's a, it's a fight stopping round. Um, it, it's a round that breaks bones. It's a round that destroys tissue and it's, and it's cheap. Um, it's cheap to get. Uh, and in, in 7.62 by 3.9 and in 5.45 by 3.9, there are a couple of manufacturers like Hornady, um, and some offshore manufacturers of ammo like PPU and some other places make some open tip rounds and they make some, you know, some defensive rounds that are intended They're specifically making for some brass cased uh, yep. copper jacketed non-steel core rounds too absolutely so you know there's definitely some good ammo out there for those guns that was always one of the concerns with AKs is if you wanted ball ammo you know you could have any ammo you wanted as long as it was ball ammo um, and you know and, and, and talking about ammo with these guns also keep in mind um, you know b back in the day when Ruger was making the mini 30 um, it, it didn't like anything but copper copper jacketed brass cased ammo and if you called ruger and said hey this mini 30 won't run on this wolf or tula and the guy at ruger would tell you well run your crappy russian ammo through your crappy russian guns and buy good american ammo for your good american guns um he didn't know what the hell he was talking about uh turns out that the mini 30 is kind of a turd um and if you had to buy expensive ammo to run through it then what was the point so um, you know, you don't feel bad about running steel-cased Russian ammo through your Russian gun. It was actually made for it. Uh, and a lot of the issues, a lot of the bad vibe around Wolf ammo and stuff like that in the steel-cased was around lacquer-coated ammo in 5.56 or 2.23 guns. Um, if you look at a 7.62x39 cartridge next to a 5.45, pardon me, 5.56x45 cartridge, um, the... AR round is, is a cylinder and the AK round is a cone and as such the lacquers and the polymers and stuff like that just don't stick in the chamber on the AKs because it's a vastly differentially designed gun. It's a much so, lower pressure round too. That as well, that as well. So you're not getting the heat, you're not getting the, the case molding into the chamber, fire forming into the cha chamber quite as violently and, and out of pot metal steel even less so. So you know, um, the AKs, uh, what other variants? There's other variants out there around the AK. Um, VZs. VZ-58. Yeah, yeah, VZ-58. You know, another interesting... Excellent gun. Yeah, another interesting gun. Very accurate, very easy to run. Stupid, reliable. Runs on cheap bullets. Um, there's a little bit of a cottage industry around and the VZ as well. Completely incompatible with any AK parts. Absolutely, absolutely. But still a commie gun, so... Check gun. Well, they were commies back then, though. Right? 
They were right? still it's still checked in. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I, I'll, I'll concede that. Um, but looking at the rifles and stuff like that, SKSs, um, you know, top-loading guns uh, that run on stripper clips, you can learn how to make that gun run. Um, there are guys out there who, you know, if you train with it, is it, is it optimal? No. Is being able to jam 20 rounds into an extended fixed magazine or 10 rounds into the standard fixed magazine on SKS, um, 7.62x3.9, 10 rounds in semi-auto, um, and a gun that's more accurate than most people want to admit. Uh, the SKSs, if you buy a decent SKS, they'll shoot more than Minute of Man, um, and you can get some work done with an SKS. Again, there's a cottage industry out there around SKSs too. Be very cautious with anything going on um, AKs and SKSs because a lot of that stuff is crap. Um, there's a lot of accessory brands out there that I'm not going to get into, but they're, they're just not durable. Um, some create more problems than they solve. And if you're running an SKS, um, if you want to run detachable box mags, do it at your own peril. Um, in general, the detachable box mags for the SKSs have that big long tongue out in front of them. If they're not steel Russian manufactured extended mags, I would probably avoid them. Um, a lot of what's out there is, is Tapco crap, uh, plastic stuff that's just not going to be reliable in that gun. So if you feel like you have to have detachable box mags, make sure you go out and beat on the gun and make sure the ones you're buying are actually going to work in your gun. And then understand they may not work in the very next gun. So, yeah. Um, AKs. Ammo. Mag compatibility. Uh, we covered ammo. Uh, mag compatibility. Not every AK mag works in every AK. And you need kid mags to make an AK run. Bingo. So, um, again, we're back to, um, I, I, you know, I had some Tapco mags that, that I ended up in, in my collection um, by default. Uh, some they came in with a gun and, and I ended up keeping them because the gun ended up going out and the guy that bought the gun didn't want Tapco mags and he knew more than I did. So I threw them in a box and kept them. Uh, turns out they don't work. Um, you know, they'll work a little bit. They'll work on the range plane around, but not a good option. Um, finding good sources for AK mags is stupid easy because there's this company in America um, called Magpul and Magpul makes AK mags. Are they the best AK mags? Nope. Are they the longest? Are they the ones that will last you the longest and the most durable? Nope. Um, you know, AK steel mags, uh, especially good ones uh, from Russia. Um, or any of the Bulgarian mags, the the, um, the bulgy circle tens and stuff like that are all very, very high quality mags. They're a little spendy right now, uh, thanks to the Obama administration and import restrictions, but they are out there. Um, you know, if you own an HK and, and you buy Tapco mags for your AK, but you own an HK handgun, then that pretty much makes you a dork because your HK mags cost 50 bucks, but you won't spend 30 on an AK mag. Um, don't, don't, don't be that guy. If you're gonna run an AK, buy good mags for it, so. Um, yeah, I would I would find that includes spending the extra ten dollars for a, at least a few of the Magpul full-on AKP mags with the metal yes locking tab. Yeah, um, the Mo Magpul mags have a plastic locking tab, which is fine for training, square range drills, stuff like that. Yeah, but it will but eventually you, wear out. And if you start putting a lot of leverage on that magazine. Uh, as far as using it as a monopod or doing push-ups on your AK, yeah, Rotsky, um, you're gonna break that tab off. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and, and understand that you know when you see the videos of the guys, you know, especially the Russian dudes doing push-ups on their mags, um, those guys had complete and utter faith in that gun in every single aspect of it. It's built like a tank um, because it's actually built like a Russian tank. Um, so you know, 
a really good aspect of that gun is, is just that, the, the just rugged durability of one that's well made. Um, talk for a minute about, since we're talking about how AKs are made, um, pick up your Glock if you own one and look between the slide and the frame and you can see daylight. Um, you know, pick up your grandpa or great grandpa's 1911 that he... That actually um, won two World Wars. Yeah, that, that, that he landed on Tarawa with and shake it because it probably rattles. Um, you know, all this BS around, oh, AKs rattle, they're loose, they're blah, 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 blah. If you take a good quality, well-made AK, and I'm not talking a custom, just a good quality, good brand name AK, take it out to the range with good ammo and shoot for groups at 100 yards, generally they'll shoot three to four inches. If you take an out-of-the-rack M4 carbine, um, a Colt or whatever, take it out to the range, um, not not your custom built, you know, laser shooting gun. Um, it's it and put uh, SS109 M855 steel core ball ammo in it and shoot it for grips at 100 yards. The spec on that ammo is about four inches. They're both going to shoot about three or four inches. Yeah, you might have one that does better. Yeah, you might have one that does worse. But in general, they're four inch guns. Um, as a as a serviceable weapon, it, it it works just fine. So I wouldn't get sweaty about how accurate or how tight your AK is. I would say if your AK doesn't rattle, then it's probably gonna have problems. Something something's <laughs> rusted up inside it and needs some <laughs> needs some some uh, uh, some uh, I don't know what's the what's the stuff you croil or something sprayed onto yeah. it to loosen it back up so it'll defend the Rodinia again. Um, um, actually, the some of the some of the guns made over here that are where everything's too tight and they don't rattle actually start to have problems when you put a lot of rounds through them. Yeah. There isn't room for dirt and oil and yeah. crud and whatever else to move around. Yeah. Um, the class I've taken down at Tactical Response, the guys that had old rattly AKs um, generally had no problems with them. Sure. Guys with newer guns that didn't rattle um, tended to have problems. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and have no illusion, AKs, AKs can choke too, um, for, for certain, so. Um, you mentioned the cottage industry around some of these different types of guns out there. Uh, the AK specifically has a significant cottage industry around it. Uh, when there are enough make, enough models or enough units of a gun in existence in the U.S. for a company like Magpul to look up and start making mags and accessories for them, there's probably a bunch of them out there. Um, if you have an AK and you want to put a side folder on it, um, you know, side folding stock on it if it doesn't already have one, uh, Magpul Zukov. Um, if you want to be able to put flashlights, sling mounts, and stuff like that wherever you want them on the gun, um, Magpul, MOE, and Zukov four ends for AKs do a great job too. Um, there are a number of different companies that do different grips for AKs. Uh, there are a like ton. Magpul. Of, yeah, like Magpul. There are a ton of different accessories out there for AKs. Um, you know, if you're looking for scope mounts, optic mounts, and stuff like that. Um, we have optic mounts uh, for AKs uh, from Midwest Industries uh, that, that replace the gas tube and give you a mounting system um, in line with your sights. Uh, there are a couple other companies that do the same thing. Um, we have access to mounts from Midwest Industries that are side mounts on the AKs. Um, I, I am I'm a little dubious of side mounts, but the guys that are AK aficionados have said that these, the side mounts have really come a long way is in in staying zeroed um where, where they're maybe not so good as they're not a qd mount that you can pull off and put back on and expect to maintain zero um as well there are a couple of top rail mounts out there now that are supposed to be pretty good quality 
Um, just make sure you do your research and figure out what's what around those devices because some of them are trash and some of them are actually pretty solid. So, um, but putting optics on AKs, you know, a lot of purists kind of gasp at that. Um, but putting something like an Aimpoint T1 or a Trigicon MRO um, on an AK, if you're putting it out on that Midwest Industries gas tube mount, um, it's got to be able to tolerate some heat. It needs to be a good quality mount. Um, like a Trigicon or something like that. Um, if you're going to do a mount, a top cover mount, or you're going to do a side mount for an AK, then you can get into some of the Hollow Suns, um, some of the Sig Romeos, as well as the MROs and stuff like that, and then still have some really good quality mounts and really good quality optics, but not have to worry about the heat eating them up. Um, additionally, uh, they're getting a little harder to find now, but there are some um, Trigicon ACOGs available in the 3x30. Um, with the donut of death that we love so much for our ARs, uh, there are there were a, a, there's a model of that device made specifically for the 762 by 39 round. Um, really cool on an AK, especially with aging eyes, um, makes the gun a little more versatile. So sounds like that would work pretty well for a 300 blackout gun too. And I would I, I don't know it'd be interesting to see it side by side because I bet the ballistics are so flipping close that it wouldn't even matter. Um, you know, 762, 762, 762. So yeah. So anyway, some cool things to play around with with, with AKs. Um, one thing that I left out, um, you know, when you talk about AKs, ammo, be very cautious with ammo from a perspective of use. Um, there, There's a lot of AK ammo out there with steel core uh, in it that will beat up your ranges or your clubs or your buddies' steel targets and create some very, very unsafe situations if you're shooting them too close um, because the steel tends to come back and do crazy things. Um, and then also, there's still a fair amount of corrosive AK ammo floating around. Um, I'm not against running good corrosive ammo. Uh, 545 by 397 and 6 ammo is still one of the best rounds out there for 545 guns. Um, but if you do not maintain your gun fastidiously, if you do not clean it like the same day, the likelihood that you're going to have significant corrosion as quickly as overnight, especially in humid environments, is very, very likely. Um, you know, make sure you're flushing that gun out. Um, if it's corrosive ammo, flush it out with water, not gun cleaning solvents. Uh, gun cleaning solvents are generally petroleum-based or something similar, and they will not dissolve those uh, salts that are corrosive, whereas water will. Um, you know, so, so get some water down the gas tube, get some water down the barrel, rinse the inside of the gun out, and then go through and clean it thoroughly, and then, and then properly lubricate, re-oil all metal surfaces, etc. that need it. Um, mostly the finishes on AKs aren't all that great and they will rust really, really quickly. Um, having said that, they generally won't care as long as they don't rust together. So, um, just to brush over real quickly, Kami handguns. There are some Kami handguns out there too. Um, I don't know the names of any of them because I think they're silly. Um, that's a general rule of thumb. The yeah, the Makarov's a good one. Um, there's a great big clunky one. Um, I can't think of the name of the thing. It shoots like the... Shoots those 30 caliber bullets, like a 7.62 by 25, um, that are a crazy potent little round, but the gun kicks like a flipping mule, and it's big enough to use as a melee weapon if you run out of bullets. Um, not to say that they're not serviceable, they just don't have the ergonomics of, of, of Western guns, of more modern guns. I guess probably more modern guns is a better way to say that because I don't know that there's necessarily any new designs in Kami handguns in the yeah, last like 60 years. The other years. really big issue with Kami handguns is a lack of holsters, a lack of good sights, yeah, um, lack of parts, spare magazines, yeah, um, the ability to mount a light on the gun in the case of the Makarov. And they run on ammo that 
that you know while yes a uh, uh, nine by 18 bullet or whatever it is it nine by 18 yeah yeah nine, nine by, by yeah nine by 18 bullet probably could kill you i mean i'm sure there's a whole bunch of chinese and russians that would, from the grave would agree with that um but it's just the finding good quality defensive ammo for those guns again is difficult there are a few manufacturers making it but not very many and it's very expensive and you're not gonna be able to train with it etc and honestly the training ammo is probably more expensive than just buying nine by 19 nine millimeter yeah. luger yeah uh, ball training ammo yeah and and never mind the fact that a lot of examples of those guns are double action single action guns that you know we talk about a long heavy first pull being a safety um, on those guns it is actually an impediment to shooting the gun um, we've we've had examples in our hands from friends of ours on the range that i know have to be approaching 20 pound trigger pulls double action if not worse you know who you are quit carrying your commie guns and take your clock to the range you know who you are all right, cool. Um, but yeah, commie guns, definitely viable options. Um, it used to be that the price point made them a lot more interesting, um, but at current price points, I just don't know how interesting they actually are um, unless you can get a good trade or a good deal on one. So, um, But yeah, so there's, a, there's kind of our thoughts on commie guns. As a guy who owns a couple of them, I'm not anti. Um, I'm just a realist. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, it's definitely worth understanding how an AK operates, being able to run one. Yep. Uh, if anything, it will make you appreciate the ergonomics on an AR-15 that much more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you're one of those guys who just needs a 30 caliber gun, um, build or buy a 30 caliber AR. Buy, you know, buy or build a 7.62x51 AR. Um, they, Magpul makes 25 round mags. The ergonomics are better. It's you know, And, they, and you can do a fairly light... 762 by 51 or a 308 AR nowadays, you can build an eight pound 308 AR 16-inch barrel gun that's going to be right along the side of your of your commie gun. Or make a 300 blackout gun. Yeah, yeah, and and just don't worry about subsonic. So or or do that later, whatever. So easy peasy. Yeah. Cool. Das Vidania. You can find us on social media. We are at Cap City Outfitters on Facebook and Instagram. Find us on the web capcityoutfitters.com and come visit us we are in hilliard ohio uh, the bastion of capitalism that is central ohio uh, we'll see you soon thanks guys